thank you, Lord. You are forever exalted. Even in our lives, in our praises, oh God, you remain the lamp upon the throne. Receive all the glory, the praise, and honor that you are due. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is a beautiful afternoon. I want to welcome us all, even those who are worshiping online, to this uh, lunch, our fellowship. We thank God for the gift of this new day, but also for the blessing of rain that we have received. Hallelujah. We want to thank God for everything. And I want to bless the name of the Lord that he has given us yet another opportunity uh, to come before him as a family of believers as we worship and honor him. And I always say that every moment we spend in the presence of the Lord is never in vain. Hallelujah. And so count yourself blessed to be part of this lunch hour today, whether you are online or you are here physically. We are going to look at John's first letter today as we share the first letter of John, chapter 2, verse 14, where our theme, our topic is coming from. But I'll be reading from verse 12. 1 John chapter 2 from verse 12. And our topic for today is disciples as overcomers. I repeat, disciples as overcomers. 1 John chapter 2, I read from verse 12. It says, I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one, the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. I've said our topic today is disciples as overcomers. When the word overcomer is mentioned, it should signal something to us. You get to realize that you do not overcome when there is no challenge at all. You overcome because there has been a hurdle. There has been something that you have been struggling with, fighting with. But finally, you can sigh with relief after succeeding. Praise King Jesus. And so as disciples, as dedicated followers of Christ, we are supposed to live as overcomers. What are some of the things that uh, make this spiritual journey not to be an easy one? The spiritual journey, the walk of salvation, is a walk that is not so easy. And just like, you know, uh, in, let's say, athletics, when people are preparing to go into those competitions, they go through trainings and very many other things so that they are fit for 
the, you know, the, the competition that is ahead of them. But as for us believers, we know that once we have declared faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, we have entered into a battle that we are going to fight until we breathe our last here under the sun. But the good news is, the battles that we are engaged in, we know the end result already. Hallelujah. We know that we are overcomers. And how do we overcome? Because of our Christ who overcame. He said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so it is the victory that Christ has given us that we actually ride on. So no matter what you are going through as a child of God, the good news is that you are an overcomer. Praise the Lord. Because we don't overcome basing on our wisdom, basing on our human strength, but we overcome because of he who is in us. Hallelujah. And so we are saying disciples are overcomers. And John, when he wrote this letter to his audience, there was something that he was sharing with them. There was a message that he had placed across. But it is like he came to a pause to make them understand why he was giving them such a message. He was giving a discourse on light and darkness and challenging these people that if we really claim to be in him, in him it is only what? Light. And so as a child of God, we are supposed to reflect that light, to be children of light. Chapter 1 and verse 5 says, from verse 5, this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. When you go to chapter 2, in verse 6 he says, He who says he abides in him, ought himself also to walk just as he, he walked, as our Savior Jesus Christ walked. And he says, he mentions many things here. But his point here is that if you are a child of God, if you truly say that you are born again, then you should know that you are a child of light. And so your conduct should reflect the character of God. You are a representative of God in this wicked world. Now we need to know that in the world... The world is covered with darkness. And when we talk about darkness, it is not this other darkness we see when night comes. But it is talking about the state of wickedness that is in this world. The sin that has covered the world. But then as a child of God who has been renewed through his or our relationship with Christ, the way you are supposed to operate in this world is supposed to be different from those who do not know him. Praise the Lord. And you realize that it is not an easy thing to live as a child of light. There will always be many things the enemy will present before us to draw us out of, out of the light. And so as John was writing to these people and challenging them, 
that we need to walk in light. Our conduct should reflect that we are different. We are no longer, yes, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We are different. We have been changed. We have been transformed. And so, sometimes it becomes a little difficult as a child of God who desires to live a righteous life to actually make sure that you walk as John was encouraging his listeners. And so at a certain point in time, I think, he, he, you know, he remembered that the people that I am talking to are of different spiritual states. And this message may disturb them a little. Praise the Lord. And the text that we have read, the portion we have read, it is like he gets, you know, he pauses and he, he tells them, this is why I am writing to you. Praise the Lord. He gives the reason. Yes, the message is this, and there is nothing we can do against this. There is nothing, there is no negotiation. As a child of God, we are supposed to walk in light. It is regardless of what you will encounter. You cannot decide to give up simply because you feel the weight of that thing was overwhelming you, and you think God will understand. No, there is no negotiation about that. But he says, the reason as to why I am writing this to you is because of what he puts down here. Praise the Lord. That we want to look at in the next few minutes. Friends, he tells them in verse 12, I write to you little children because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I'm writing to you. Now, he uses little children. It could mean people who are young in faith, praise the Lord. But also, he could be speaking to his spiritual children. Those, because as an elder, as an elder in the church, he could be looking at the people that he was shepherding, those that he was communicating to as his spiritual children. And now he writes and says, listen, I am writing this to you. I am telling you all these things because one thing that I know is that you have been forgiven. Your sins have been forgiven for his name's sake. So you are born again. You are a child of God. And as a child of God, I want you to understand that your life is no longer being controlled by sin. Actually, you have gained victory over sin by the precious blood of the Lamb that was shed at the cross. Praise King Jesus. Now, how is the understanding that the forgiveness of sin would help these people to live as children of light? Praise the name of the Lord. Friends, have you ever done something wrong to someone and you are in guilt? Praise the Lord. You are living in, in guilt. There is that guilty conscience. How free are you when you are near that person? Praise the Lord. Do you feel so free? Do you continue to conduct business as usual when you are with that person? One thing that is very possible is that when you see the person coming through this other you know, way, you will divert and use another because, you know, it is like when you have somebody's debt and you have failed to pay, 
and you know the person is demanding you. Even when you see a phone call from that number, you are like, this person is going to ask me about his money. So there is always that guilty conscience that is haunting you. Even if the person was going to tell you something different, even if somebody has maybe some good news for you, you even forfeit it because you think that he's calling you for their money, for the debt that you are owing them. Now, many of us, as children of God, the enemy has successfully held us, you know, in that state of guilt, that even when the Lord says that your sins have been forgiven you, you are not seeing the reality of this in your Christian walk with the Lord. You are walking with your head bowed low. And so, John wanted these people to understand that as children of God, if you have genuinely turned to the Lord, you must know that God does not hold the account of whatever you had done, but through Christ Jesus, your past has been cleared. Praise the Lord. And so, as he is relating with you, he is not relating with you from the point of what you did. You know, for us, we are so good at reminding people of their past. Even when we think we had forgiven, if somebody again does something that is similar to what happened in the past, but you say, last time you did this and I, but God is not like that, praise the Lord. If it is something you have done today, he's going to deal with you on the basis of what you have done today, not on the basis of the past that he had what? Cleared, praise King Jesus. And so, when we know that we are forgiven, friends, you get to realize that the wall of separation that has been existing between you and God has been taken away. And so you have direct access unto the Father as your God, as your Lord. And so because we have this direct access unto him, we know that we have the privilege to relate with him and tap directly from God. Praise King Jesus. And so it should not be a challenge of you know, thinking of how to walk in light as a child of light. Once you are with God and you are walking with him and you have allowed him to reign in you, some of the things you find yourself just being you know, put on the right path even without struggling. Praise King Jesus. We talk of the Ten Commandments that God has given, but you know that if you've opened your heart genuinely unto the Lord, you, you may not cautiously be thinking of, you know, let me not do this because the law says I should not do it. But as you just relate with the Lord, you find yourself, you have obeyed all the commandments. Praise King Jesus. Now, there is something that the psalmist says in Psalm 32. We are still on that issue of forgiveness. Psalm 32 and verse 1. He says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones grew old. Through my groaning all the day long, for day and night your hand was heavy upon me. 
my vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Praise King Jesus. Now, David realized in his walk with God that if you are walking with the Lord and you are still living, you know, that life of pretense, your, your sins, you know very well that you have not been forgiven. Do you know, there is a way it keeps you in a prison that you have created by yourself. There is no peace, there is no joy, there is no freedom, praise King Jesus. And your life continues to dwindle slowly by slowly, but he rejoiced after he confessed his sins and God forgave him. He came out of that prison. And so friends, many of us have created situations in our lives. There are things that are from within us that hinder us from living as children of light that we need to overcome. And just as I said, one of them is that guilty conscience. Praise King Jesus. Some people even fail to come to church because of something that happened and they feel like God is so mad at them. When they come, the Lord is going to expose them. I don't know whether you've ever been in a situation whereby because of what you've done, you don't even want to be in a fellowship where God's children are. Praise the Lord. And the enemy uses that to keep you alone so that he can deal with you properly. But friends, one thing that we should know as believers is that when, when we turn to God all-heartedly, the Lord pardons our iniquities and he takes away every stumbling block, whatever wall of separation, and we are reconciled back to him. And because we are reconciled back to him, we are entitled to everything that he gives his children. We know that when we ask of him, he is going to give us, because what could have made you maybe to doubt is that sin, sinful nature. Praise the Lord. So do not allow the enemy to again confuse you. When the enemy reminds you of your past, you remind the enemy of his future. Praise the Lord. The enemy does not have room to repent and get a second chance. But we as God's children, we have a second chance when we repent and turn to God. So John tells these people that your sins have been forgiven you for his namesake. And so there is no enmity between you and God. And so because you can access God directly, you stand at a privileged position. You stand at a privileged position. Praise the Lord. And so, when we have overcome sin, when we have overcome guilt, how possible is it, child of God, for the enemy again to suppress you. Hallelujah. When you know that the tricks that he could have used, the sin that he could have used to hold you behind, you have overcome. You know, God told the children of Israel in Joshua chapter 7, uh, when you read that story of Achan, that if there is an accursed thing in your midst, you cannot stand against your enemies. It is not until you expose that that you'll be able to stand against your enemies. And so as children of God who are forgiven, 
We know that we have the favor of God upon our lives. And therefore, we are in a place that even if the enemy devises, you know, whatever weapon that he desires to, we have the edge of protection around us because we are in the Lord. And so when you are walking in light, when you are confident in that uh, you know, forgiveness that God has given unto us through our relationship with Christ Jesus, you realize that actually darkness have no power over you. So whatever the enemy tries to introduce, you have the confidence to stand and refute it in the name of Jesus, to rebuke every darkness, to, to counter every forces of darkness because you are in the light. And then secondly, friends, it tells them, have written to you because you have known him. I've written to you, fathers, because you have known him. You know, him was from the beginning. And it is telling these people. Now, he calls them fathers. And I, and I do believe that. He was speaking to people who were now mature in faith and telling them that because you are mature in faith through your experience with the Lord, walking with him. I'm writing all these things to you to remind you because of the knowledge that you have in, in him. The first thing is that because I know you are forgiven, praise the Lord, I know you are not walking under guilt and because you are, your life is not being controlled by sin, you are able to overcome. But secondly, because of the experience that you have had with the Lord, all the years, the different things that God has taken you through, what you have known about him, it is on this basis that I write to you. How important is knowledge as far as Christian work is concerned? Hosea 4.6 says that my people perish for lack of what? But John was speaking to people who knew the Lord. And let me tell you, friends, in Daniel 11, I think 32 says that it says that those who know their God will do what? Great exploits. Praise King Jesus. It has always been said that knowledge is power. Hallelujah. And so he was speaking to a people that he had known their walk with the Lord, he had known their testimony, he had known the knowledge that they had attained as they related with God. And he says, because of this, what I'm telling you, it is, it is possible. You are able to overcome because of the knowledge that you have acquired. Friends, when, we, when you know the Lord, you walk in confidence. Praise the Lord. You don't live in fear. Think of the friends of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In Daniel chapter 3, praise the Lord. Daniel chapter 3, maybe let's go there and briefly, I just want to highlight something. Because these people knew their God, how did they respond to Nebuchadnezzar? After he had, you know, molded that golden image and caused everyone to bow and worship. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused. And this is what he, they, they told him in Daniel 3. Let me read from 16. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, 
we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Now tell me, friends, if these people had not known the kind of God that they were worshipping, do you think they would have the confidence to stand and face Nebuchadnezzar like this? Praise the Lord. That is how wonderful it is as a child of God to grow in your knowledge of the Lord. And so because of knowledge, because of knowledge, because these people had known that God was above every other God, he tells them that you are able to overcome darkness and live as children of light. That knowledge that you have is able to cause you to stand up for the truth, to lift high the banner of Christ, to contend against everything that is false, to resist every temptation, and remain in, in the light. But imagine if you, you are ignorant of God's promises. You are ignorant of the God that you are, you are serving. You always come, but you just maybe escort people to church. If people are taking time to pray to seek God's face, for you, you, you just come, praise the Lord. But you don't spend time as an individual to grow in the things of God. It becomes very hard, friends, to contend with the powers of darkness and overcome them. But because these people knew their God, John was confident that they are able to overcome every forces of darkness and live as children of light. And then it turns to people who are young and he tells them, let's read verse 14. I've written to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning. I've written to you young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Praise the Lord. Now sometimes you may be in a place where you have not yet grown so much in the knowledge of the Lord. And one mistake that we normally do is that the people who are mature in faith tend to look at people who are young there and despise them and think they are losers simply because they are not matching up to their level. They expect them to live as they who are mature, but they are not seeing them do, and they frustrate them. But John was speaking to all these categories and letting them to know that whatever state you are in, as a child of God who is committed to walking with the Lord, you are an overcomer. Praise the Lord. But because you cannot you know, maybe live like someone, you cannot exhibit the same power that somebody is exhibiting. Do not think that you are a loser. Praise the Lord. And he says, for the young men, the young people in the faith, I write to you because of one thing. The word of Lord does what? Abides in you. Praise the name of the Lord. You may not have it all, friends, but one thing that I see in you is that you... You, you know, you take in the word of the Lord. You study the word of the Lord and you try to put it into action. And that is something commendable 
that is able to help you overcome. And that is why the psalmist says that I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not do what? The word of the Lord helps us to overcome even if you are not so mature like some other people in the faith. But in that state of yours, if you can only act on the word of the Lord, you are able to overcome whatever the enemy brings your path. And so victory in, you know, as disciples is not only for the mature in faith, but it is for everyone who has put their hope and trust in the Lord. And so friends, as John writes this to his audience, what did he want them to actually understand vis-a-vis -vis his encouragement to them to live as light. But also, knowing that as believers, as disciples of Christ, we are supposed to live in victory. The, the, the three things that I want us to go with this afternoon, friends, is the first one that we have been forgiven as God's children. The Lord does not look at us from the way we were before we got into salvation. And so when the enemy tries to remind you of your past, you need to know that you are no longer relating with God on the basis of your past, but on the basis of what Christ has done for you. And so it is upon that you, that you hold on to. If the enemy tries to tell you something different, no, yes, I did that, but when I was still in the world, but now I am a child of God, you cannot use this against me anymore. Praise the Lord. But even if at a certain point in time you find in your weakness something has happened, we know that when we run to God, he is able to put us back on the right, the right path. Praise King Jesus. So do not allow guilt to cover you up, child of God. But of course it is not a license that because we have been forgiven, we can do anything that we want. And because God is merciful, anytime I can run back to him and I am forgiven. No, friends, that is not what John is saying. But he just wanted us to be with this certainty, friends, that if you have truly confessed, you know, your sins unto the Lord, if you have turned to him wholeheartedly, then the Lord sees a new person in you, not an old person. You, you know, the Lord embraces you as his own child. And you can, from that point of being a child of God, you can be assured of the Father's protection, the Father's provision, everything that happens in your life, the Lord is concerned about. Even when you find yourself going through the toughest moments, you know that I have a God that when I run to, he is able to do what? To answer my prayers because the wall of separation has been taken away. And so for us to be overcomers as disciples, the one thing that we need to struggle and overcome is sin. Sin must die in our lives. Praise the Lord. If you do not overcome sin in your life as a child of God, it will be very hard to overcome forces of darkness. Hallelujah. It will be very hard. But if you have overcome sin, then you have the confidence, you have the authority to stand against every wiles of the enemy and also overcome. And secondly, friends, knowledge. Knowledge builds our trust in the Lord because you are coming from a point of, you know, the, the knowledge of the God you serve 
knowing that he is above all, knowing that there is nothing that our God cannot do, knowing that even when he does not do it, it is still in accordance to his divine will for my life, just as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. And so, friends, it gives us that confidence that when we face mountains in our walk with the Lord, we are able to address the mountains without fear, praise King Jesus, and the path will be opened. It is my prayer, friends, that even when we are faced with situations in life, we shall not forget the kind of God that we are worshiping. We shall not forget his power. We shall not forget the many times that God has helped us, but we shall remember all those things and be able to speak to those situations that the God who did it for me yesterday, he is still able to do it now. Praise the Lord. And so I do not care what you are doing. I do not care how mighty you might seem. But one thing that I know that in the presence of the Lord whom I serve, mountains melt like wax. And so you go with that courage. You face the enemy with boldness, knowing that the victory belongs to you. Praise the Lord. And that is why it is a challenge for us to desire to grow in the Lord every single day that passes by. How is your progress spiritually? When you look at your life, we are coming to the close of this month, but when you look at your life, the month that passed and the month that we are closing today, is there any difference in your spiritual growth that you have made? Is there a ladder that you have again climbed as a child of God? Because the more you get to know God, the more the tricks of the enemy will not find ground in, in your life. Praise the Lord. Because the enemy tarries on our, you know, I, I mean, he, he uses our weaknesses, he uses our ignorance to torment us. Praise the Lord. But once we know, we overcome. And then, finally, friends, his desire was that, yes, People who are young in the faith should not be discouraged. But also, they should not be made to think that it is well. Praise the Lord. They needed to grow. And the only thing that would help them to grow into maturity as they contend with the forces of darkness was the word of the Lord. And that is why he was very specific here. He says, I have written to you young men because you are strong. You know, young people have a lot of strength. When you are young, even, even if you are an old person, but you have come into salvation newly, there is that zeal that you have. There is that, you know, vigor that you have, that you want to do everything with all your might, because you have just come into this thing new, and you have all that it takes. But he says, that strength, that zeal must not be misused. It should be aligned to the word of the Lord. We can have zeal, but zeal that is not based on the knowledge of God's word can instead destroy us. Praise the Lord. And so he tells them, I know that you are strong, but not just because you are strong, but because the word of God abides in you, you are able to overcome the wicked one. And so friends, May we embrace the forgiveness of the Lord. May we embrace knowledge of who God is. 
may we embrace the word of the Lord that we shall be able at all stages in our spiritual walk with the Lord be able to overcome the principalities of darkness and lead victorious lives. But when we allow the enemy to keep us in shame, to keep us in guilt, when we do not grow in our faith, when we do not grow in our knowledge of the Lord, when we do not embrace the word of the Lord and live by it, we are just going to hear testimonies from others, but we shall not have personal testimonies of God's wonders. Hallelujah. I always pray that Lord, help me to be a living testimony of your wonders. Not just to hear testimonies from people that you are a good God, you are a God who heals, you are a God who provides. Do it also for, praise the Lord. And when we grow in the Lord, these experiences will be real in our lives and we shall live in victory as disciples of Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Every one of us who has believed is a candidate of victory. Every one of us who has believed is an overcomer. Praise King Jesus. Shall we pray? Father Almighty, we thank you that even as you desire us to lead righteous lives, O oh God, a life without spot, you have not left us to struggle on our own, but you have provided a way, O oh Lord, that makes us to live in victory. Lord, through forgiveness that we receive in Christ Jesus, but also through the revelation that you have given us concerning yourself and your word, which is a lamp unto our feet, O oh God. Lord, Forgive us where we have ignored these things and we have lived as losers, oh God. And yet we are your children. We should be triumphing over the forces of darkness in this world. Lord, where we have been doubting our forgiveness, oh God, I pray that this afternoon you will remind us, Lord, of the price that you paid for our redemption at the cross, of the renewal that you have given unto us, Lord, through the blood that was shed at the cross, of the access that we have, Lord, to your throne of mercy, that at any time we can call upon you, O God, we can draw close unto you, Master King of glory, and tap whatever we need from the throne of mercy, Abba Father, without any limitation, O God. Many times the enemy keeps us in guilt and hinders us Lord, from drawing close to you and tapping from you, Lord. But I pray that you will take away the veil that we may know the benefits that we have as your children, the privileges that you've given us, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you help us to also grow in knowledge, Abba Father. Expand our minds, oh Lord. Expand, O oh Lord, our hearts, Master King of glory. As you, Lord, reveal more of who you are unto us. For when we know you, we shall find confidence, Lord, 
in following closely after you, even when we have all reasons to let go, when we have all reasons, Lord, to fall off Abba, Father, but because of the knowledge that we have, we shall continue to cling on you, Lord. We also pray, Lord, that you create a hunger and thirst for studying your word in our lives. That as we delve into your word and get to know the promises that we have in you, O oh Lord, we shall hold on to those promises, Abba Father, and still we see them coming real in our lives. And therefore this afternoon, I want to commit each and every one of us, Lord, and those who are following online, Master King of Glory, that if there be anywhere we are struggling in these three things that we have shared, Abba Father, may you take hold of our hands and lift us up, O oh God. May you continue to strengthen us, O oh God. May you continue, Master King of glory, to mold us, Abba Father, that our lives, O oh God, will be tuned to your will, and the enemy, Lord, will lose hold of our lives. And that we shall exercise victory in the name of Jesus Christ, as you lead us from one level of victory to another. Thank you, Jesus. Receive all the glory, praise, and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.